everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is February 13th, 2023. All right, Dave, I'm going to take you in the time tunnel. 2012, what an incredible year for Southern California sports fans as the LA Kings won their first Stanley Cup. You and I remember that. Yes. Because we had the voice of the Kings, Bob Miller, good friend of this show, joined us just for the heck of it when the Kings were the eight seed going. And we said, hey, Bob, come on on. We'll talk Kings. Well, then they won. Yeah, that was They beat Vancouver. You've waited your whole life. And then they beat St. Louis. I think they beat maybe the Blackhawks and went on and beat the Devils and win their first Stanley Cup. I bring this up, Dave, because at the the LA Kings did something really, really cool. And I hope if the Padres ever find themselves in the same situation, yeah. they would do the same thing. And that is, as we saw last year with the National League Championship Series, at a certain point, it's no longer the local broadcasters. It becomes the national guys. Yeah, And the Kings had the vision to say, well, you know what? We bet that there are a lot of Kings fans out there that, no disrespect to Mike Emmerich, but there's probably a lot of Kings fans that would like to hear our guys, Bob Miller and Jim Fox, call this game. So what we're going to do is we're going to set up a broadcast booth, yeah. and if the Kings are able to close this out, we will find a way for Kings fans to get their hands on Bob's call. I did. Because at the end of the year, the Kings put out a beautiful coffee table book. And they gave it away for free? They did not. I mean, you had to pay for it. It was like 35 bucks. I got you. So the but Kings monetized it. The Kings monetized okay. it, but it included the DVD with Bob and Jim's final call. You know how I know that, Dave? Because in storage the other day, I was looking for something. <laughs> yeah. And there's the book. Yeah. Still in the plastic seal, never unopened. You know how I know? Because, because it was... Pl- right Are you going to be- sell this, you son of a bitch? No, it was right below the same book they did in 2014 for the Stanley Cup championship. Yeah. I say this because the other day I saw something so disgusting really? on social media. No. I'm not sure if you know, but the Padres took a bunch of Polaroids last year. Polaroids creep me out ever since Bob Crane. They're just creepy. Okay, chichi, chichi, but hey, it was silly. We had fun. So they put together a book, Dave, to celebrate their third place season. How fun. Not their championship season, (laughs) their third place season. And everybody is up in arms about how to get a copy of the book. I tell you what, if they had one set aside for me, you can have it. I don't celebrate bronze medals, but in this town, it's a big fucking deal. So good for you. And then I saw the most disgusting thing that Erica yeah. said it should only be for season ticket holders. Oh, really? Elitist? How how awful. Can you imagine that? For Keep someone it. as short as she is, it's amazing how many people are beneath her. Disgusting. <laughs> I Only in this fucking town would we jump up and down for a third place yes. book. It's yes. fucking joke. Stop. You get a little paper mache swag chain, Dave. It looks just like the bronze medal. How fun. And every 10th book is signed by Mike Clevenger. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Oh, it should only be for season ticket holders. No, it should only be for fucking people that are satisfied with third place. 
Yes. Keep it. Oh, but later on, they'll be for sale. Nobody wants it. <clears throat> It'll be right there next to the $8.95 National League Championship hat you can buy. <laughs> if I don't yes. put, pay attention yeah. to the Kings, my favorite team, winning the Stanley Cup with my friend Bob Miller yeah. on the call. Yes. It's still sealed in plastic. Ten years later, in yeah. storage. Right next to the other one, which is nine years old. In storage. Why the fuck would I buy a book celebrating a third place year? You know where that's going to go? Right next to the bullshit book they did for Trevor that we all scrambled down and had to get. Never looked at it again. That's right below the bullshit book they did for Jerry. We all had to scramble down and get. And those are covered by the bullshit, paper-thin, Fernando blanket, and any other shitty blanket, <laughs> which the only thing thinner is the shitty beach towels they give out every year. But goddamn, <laughs> like sheep to slaughter, we can't get down there fast. <laughs> hey, you, you all can run down and get your Don and Mud radio. How fun will that be? That fucking thing will be on eBay in a year and a half for $4.95 free shipping. Why well, pay two thousand dollars to get four tickets down there, Dave? Oh my gosh! You know that's the thing is I keep thinking have times changed? I was going to ask you a lot of Padre questions and the five questions today, kind of about have times changed? You know because the four guys you have at the top of the lineup are extremely mm -hmm. impressive, right? Yeah. No one's going to the restroom or getting a drink when those four guys are coming up to bat. Correct. And that is something you haven't seen in the longest time. When people talk about oh we had the four tops. There's a big damn difference. I'm sorry. Tony Hall of Famer, Fred McGriff Hall of Famer. Maybe Gary Sheffield. Should be a Hall of Famer. Should be a Hall of Famer. Tony, Tony Fernandez, Fernandez. Hall of Famer in my heart. Yeah, in your heart. My point is, though, this is should be exciting. Oh, it yeah. should be great. And, you know, I think there are a couple question marks on, obviously, Fernando, because we haven't seen him in a long time. It's so crazy that Bob Melvin's never coached Fernando. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of wild. But you sit there and you go, okay, what, what happens with those guys? And all the excitement of Padre baseball. And here's the deal. If the Padres pull this thing out and they win a World Series this year, mm -hmm. all that shit you just talked about, to me, does go in the trash. Why yeah. would you want that? And the fact that you would even take time to say, as you said, celebrate bronze medals is embarrassing. Nobody wants it. Nobody, wa nobody well, wants silver. I mean, look, Philadelphia had an cra a crazy sports year this year. The yeah. Phillies went to the World Series. The Eagles went to the Super Bowl. They lost both of them. Yeah. How do you guys feel this morning? Mad? You yeah. know, not great. No. Not good enough. Yeah, I but mean, you it, win the World Series. I think things change for the Padres. Not only their fans, Jeff, but I also feel once you win one, you're going to crave it. You're going to want another one, and you're going to demand ownership to keep this up. You, you talk to players that were on the '84 team or on the '98 team. They all got National League championship rings. They never won. Yeah, nobody cares. So imagine not even getting the opportunity to have that. But here's the other problem, David. I don't know if people are bringing this up. I haven't heard local sports talk radio in two weeks, so I, maybe it's being talked about, but nobody's asked me about it. You haven't said anything about it, so that's why I wonder. Uh, there is major, major concern in San Diego and all across baseball because Bally Sports is broke. Yeah. Bally Sports, the home, Bally Sports San Diego, is days away from filing Chapter 11. Yeah. Now, Major League Baseball has talked about that they will try to step in and find some way to get you the games, 
which is really, really easy to say on the surface, but you have to look at all the people that are impacted if Bally Sports goes out of business. And that starts with the cameraman. It's the floor director. Mark and uh, Don and Mud are Padre employees. Yeah. I don't know about Mark Sweeney. I don't know about Mike Pomeranz. If those guys, I don't know about Scan or any of the rest of those guys. What about Steve Dolan? Steve Dolan probably works for Bally Sports. Yeah. That's a statistician. Provides a lot of information that Don and Mud throughout the course of the broadcast use. Uh, Steve, somebody we love around here. Of course. And uh, is a very, very valuable part of that broadcast. He would go away, I would assume. Uh, Sheila, who's been the floor director yeah. for shit, Ever. 25 years. As long as Mud's been there. Yeah. Would go away, I would think. Cameramen, directors, all the researchers, all the people there have to be each day feeling like we've felt in plenty of times where the anvil is swinging over your head. And so the way <laughs> I keep paying attention to see what's going to happen because Bally Sports San Diego isn't anywhere near. We were so spoiled when Cox Channel 4 had it, but Channel 4 would never make a deal with DirecTV or Dish because yeah. they wanted to push you to cable. And then Fox Sports San Diego came in and they were okay. They did fine. Yeah, I mean, they had some local broadcast, but there's nothing that you watch on Bally Sports Nothing. San Diego outside of the games. Nothing. But the challenge is that the Padres organization owns 20% of that channel. And that is a very, very solid revenue resource, not just for the ad money that's generated, but it's 160 times a year. It's an advertisement to come out and buy tickets yeah. or buy merchandise and enjoy that product. And I would have to think, Across baseball, there's very few teams. The Giants are on Comcast, so they're not impacted. The Dodgers are on Spectrum. Yeah. They're not impacted. But the... Most of the teams are on ballots. Yeah. I mean, the Angels... The Yankees aren't. Yankees are not. The Mets are not. Yep. Uh, or most of them are. I mean, I, I, yeah. I have the baseball package. Anyone who has a baseball package can see yeah. that uh, almost all looks the same. And it's it's very very close to going bankrupt. You know, so it's it's interesting to bring this up because I'm I'm one of those guys. I'm not a you know financial genius guy, but I'm a guy who likes to play in the stock market. You know, uh -huh. I got out of sports gambling and said, what am I doing? I might as well use my extra money for for stocks. Yeah. And as a guy that just I mean, it doesn't take a genius, it's like betting baseball and saying this year I'm going to put all my money towards the Mets, Phillies, Braves, Padres. You know, mm -hmm. the the top teams. So I said the the team the thing the team I was going to play with the last few years about three years ago was Bally's, oh. and and I said to my neighbor who does the same thing and and he uses it basically for retirement like he does plays a lot higher than I pay, play. Mm -hmm. um, I said here's the deal: gambling's going to pass in California eventually, and these <laughs> games are on Bally's, and these Bally's games are going to push you towards baseball gambling uh, through the Bally's app. Well, it it didn't pass in November. And then all of a sudden you're seeing this. So I always wonder how much of sports gambling not being passed throughout different parts of the country. Did this affect ballots and did they misjudge what their business opportunities were? In my opinion, Dave, and you know it because we've been a part of it. It's it's more than that. I don't think it's that simple. I think it comes down to the broadcasting. Bally Sports San Diego doesn't connect with anybody. The, the label 
of that channel made no sense at all from the time they came out because people didn't know if it was Bally's Hotel, Bally's Fitness Center, what exactly yeah. was it? I mean, Fox Sports San Diego, <clears throat> even though every one of those channels, as you mentioned, if you had the baseball package, none of it really made it unique to this market uh, outside of the Fox Sports San Diego. Uh, okay, they had that everywhere. But at least with, with that channel, when it was Fox, they tried to do some supplemental programs based on San Diego. So you'd have maybe a Steve Fisher show. You had that show that Mike Pomeranz and Tom Caitlin did, which was really cool. Inside San Diego sports and kind of take you around. Costa and Hartman. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, but no, I mean, all kidding aside, they tried to bring you local San Diego sports radio. It should have been 1090. It was going to be 1090, yeah. but that's a different day. And then uh, when it became Bally's, it's all the same all day, right? Yep. Until 6.30 at night when it becomes the pregame show and then you get into the broadcast. But if they pull the plug on that, it could impact a lot of people. Now, of course, if you're the elitist season ticket holder with your book, it doesn't matter to you. But there are a lot of people that enjoy that and have come to enjoy watching the game with Don and Mud. Uh, again, I don't know, Dave, if if it stays on, but who's paying the camera guys? Who's paying the directors? Who's paying all the other people that get those games on the air? It's not just about Don and Mud. It It's probably, you know, I don't know. What would you assume? There's probably got to be 25 people, I would yeah, think. I imagine. I Okay, so here's a question for you. I have no idea how... Plus salespeople? Yeah, of course. I don't know any idea how the Yes Network works or how it got started or how much. I mean, I don't know anything about TV money. Yeah. TV money is more secretive than baseball money. Right. When you talk about how much people make. But I, I am curious to know because, obviously, Padre baseball is the number one topic in this town. Yeah. I mean, through everything. People are excited about Padre baseball. I wonder if, uh, if I'm sure Pete and Eric Grubner have looked into what if we started, you know, the Padre Network. Yeah. And just be great, man. And now I don't know what access they would have, but I mean, you could do broadcast throughout the day. And you, you talked about, um, you know, you're kind of joking about Costa and Hartman. But I first thing I would do is try to make a deal with 97.3. Yeah, it wouldn't be tough. No. And, and you'd have that kind of programming throughout the day, right? But yeah. then you have, you could go back and do supplemental Padre shows, right? Yeah. And and have those, and it, it wouldn't be that big a deal, and you would own it. Like you said, you would own it. You would control it. But it's all I mean, the advertising. Yeah. I mean, we saw Artie Moreno destroyed klaa am 830 it's a 50 watt station in southern california and already can't figure out a way to make it happen but yeah i would think they have a lot of teams outside of maybe the rays the diamondbacks are looking and saying are we going to have to own this thing i mean they already own 20 percent of the network um they should take it over and it'd be pretty cool but it is something that i would Pay attention to, like I said, I don't know if anybody else has mentioned it, but the channel is going broke. Yeah. And the stories are out there that Major League Baseball, but it's not just the Padres that are impacted. 
If you're a Clippers fan, if you're a Ducks fan, if you're a Kings fan, all of those games are on Bally Sports San Diego or Bally Sports LA. And they could be seriously uh, in jeopardy too, which sucks as we come to the close of the season for both of those sports. It'll be interesting to see how, how it plays out. I think, you know, obviously fans, the guys you mentioned are people that you know. So, so you know, you care because you want to make sure your friends are okay. Most people, are, I think, have that attitude. Just put the goddamn games on. I don't want to miss a game. Yeah, I mean, well, they the, might. Ask the, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ask the people in L.A. Because the people in L.A. who live, clo- you know, in the L.A. County yeah. can't get Dodger games. Yeah. I mean, it's been this way since Magic got bought the team with his friends. Right. 2012 is when they that ownership group came over. So now you're looking at more than 10 years. And I don't know if people know, you don't get Dodger games locally, the home games. Well, and there are a lot of people right now, like I have YouTube TV. You don't get Bally Sports San Diego on that. They, yeah. they did a terrible job negotiating with all of these. So the only one you get it on is if you're streaming, if you don't have Dish Network or DirecTV or local cable, um, the only one you get it on is AT&T, is part of their, you know, direct TV streaming package for 90 a month. Yeah. But with that, you don't get the NFL network. So I said to my son, uh, hey, do you want to keep YouTube TV? And maybe I can uh, stream Bally Sports because I think that's available now for like 20 bucks a month. Uh, or do you want me to just kick you to AT&T? He goes, no, I dig, I dig NFL network. But then YouTube TV just lost MLB network. I mean, all these streaming services are becoming as bad as Cox Cable or Spectrum or any of the rest of them. Yeah. They just can't get deals done. So when you order YouTube TV, how mm-hmm. does what's the process? Like I have direct TV now. Yeah. They come to the house. They put the dish up, the whole deal. Yeah. How, what, how does YouTube I run TV everything work? through Roku? I, I did what I think Bubba had a Roku. Yeah. And so I have a Roku and you um, you set up an account with Roku with your credit card and then you just go in if you want hulu it just runs through there and they just authorize it you have a security code and then youtube tv i think i pay um 70 a month not bad no and get to this well compared to what i'm paying fuck yeah 70 a month and it's you know it's in my house and my kids use it and they're cool about that so i mean you're basically two houses for 70 and you've got everything i think for, it's all 4k but they were man they were struggling yesterday they were struggling with the super bowl really oh yeah it was it was lagging a report today that the average on youtube tv yesterday was about a minute behind live action wow but all of them nfl if you were watching on the nfl's streaming service you were about 45 seconds behind but all of them hulu that direct tv stream um youtube they were all averaging about a minute but our picture yesterday handful of times throughout the game it got really choppy oh that sucks yeah that sucks not like uh not like where the you like how direct tv gets in the rain yeah not like that wasn't that bad but uh yeah it started getting choppy it was weird yeah right now with direct i have direct tv but i have cox internet Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's the other problem, right? I think I pay, no joke, close to $400 a month. That's crazy. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I watch a shitload of games, and, and uh, for me, I want to see everything and be able to go room to room. And I don't know. There, there has to be – I'm shocked DirecTV is as expensive as it still yeah. is because people are 
cutting DirecTV all the time. Dude, Ever since should. AT&T bought DirecTV. Sucks. It's been a nightmare. Yeah, sucks. Yeah, you literally could just, I mean, I get everything in 4K. Yep. It's That's all interesting. Fun. Yeah, so, for like 80 bucks a month. So so let me ask you, Super Bowl. Let's uh-huh. touch on this real quick. I know we're 24 hours behind. Um, you watched it with the boys yesterday? It was great. We What a weekend, Dave. Hang on. Let's go. Let's start this Saturday, then we'll get to the Super Bowl. Okay. So Saturday, I said to my boys in the morning, I said, man, tonight's pretty cool. Sidney Crosby's in L.A. tonight playing the Kings. They're going to do a statue for Dustin Brown. I said, do you want to go tonight? I told you I had a $500 credit from StubHub. Oh, yeah. So I said, you want to go see Sidney Crosby tonight? They're like, oh, man, that'd be great. I said, cool. So we buy three tickets, and on the way up. You passed Dan leaving? Who? You passed Dan leaving? Yes. Yeah, he was out. A buddy of mine lives in Long Beach. Yeah. And he said to me, hey, man, you got to go check this store out. It's a cool store. It's in like this old, looks like an old barn. But he said the guy has books. And sports memorabilia, all kinds of crazy stuff. My buddy goes, yeah, go check it out. He goes, it's too bad he can't come up Sunday. The Garve is signing autographs. Yeah. So, well, I don't know why he'd be signing Super Bowl Sunday, but let's go check it out. Dave, we walk in, and no shock to anybody, my boy Boom had his facts wrong. And as we walk into this place, it's in the middle of an industrial park in Signal Hills, I don't know where that is. It's uh, just south of Long Beach. Okay. Like El Cajon and La Mesa, right next door. Who do I see sitting at the table but the Garv? The Garv is there signing autographs that day. So I said to the guy, hey, man, I didn't know. He goes, here's the deal. Uh, Autographs are free, but um, do you need, like, a picture? I said, yeah. So he gave me two Beautiful pictures. It's Garve in the Dodger um, jersey, bat over his shoulder. But it's got kind of the cardboard around. So all it needs to do is be slid in the frame. I said, how much? He goes, how about 15 each or two for 25? I go, dude, unbelievable. So I buy these. Who's sitting at the table talking to Garvey? Cindy Garvey. Former American League MVP Jeff Burroughs. No way. Yeah. Unbelievable what a nice guy Jeff Burroughs was. I think they both won MVP the same year. That's what it was. And that's what the pitch was. Yeah. You can meet two MVPs. Jeff Burroughs, nicest could be. So Garve, my boy. You talking about his son? I did. He said he's doing great. He said, uh, said, Sean's doing great. And he said, man, you know, like any dad does, I appreciate you asking. I said, you know, I said, oh, we're up from San Diego. He said, yeah, he's got a son of his own. He's coaching Little League. He's having a blast. Wow. Um, so Garve starts signing pictures for my son. And I said, hey, Steve, uh, you were nice enough to be on our radio show a few times. He said, oh, is that right? And I show him the picture of Fox Sports San Diego. <laughs> All-star and week. Said, All-star week. Yeah. And I said, this is uh, my guy, Dave Pelle. And I said, you know, Steve, he loves you. But I said, just to mess with him, each year I take him a little further out of the picture. And Garf goes, let me see that. And he goes, that is funny. He goes, pretty soon. I go, Garf, trust me. He's about as far out as he can be. <laughs> and he goes, wow. And I go, he's your biggest fan. Yeah. And he hates it. But I do it. And he goes, I got to tell you, 
That's really funny. I I like that a lot. But he said, but the but the by the power invested in me by book plant in Long Beach, I'm telling you, you got to put him back. Oh, uh, look picture. at that! <laughs> I got garb. You're killing me. He goes, I don't have many fans left. I got to look out for the guys. That's what that he said. Guy. Yeah. But Garvin, he was great, Dave. He was so nice. And then we're walking out, and who comes strolling in again? This is the most random spot. Former USC running back, Anthony Davis. Oh. Just, and they said, oh, yeah, he hangs out all the time. And he knew Garvin, Jeff Burroughs were going to be there. And they're just, the the guy who owned the store had pizza and donuts and wings wow. And it was just like everybody in the neighborhood hanging out and Garv's just talking and Jeff Burroughs is talking. Anthony Davis is just talking. Uh, it was just great. And so we did that. We went to the Kings game. Did and Garv remember sitting there with you? on When uh, I the showed Fox him Sports? that picture, I, I mean, I think when we saw it, because I told him, Steve, it was All-Star Week. 2016. Yeah. I, I mean. Yeah. I mean, we're with him for like three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but, dude, I love Garf. Yeah. I really do. He's And he's always so gracious about San Diego. Yeah. You know, for all you dipshits that talk about taking the number down, he loves it here. Like, he loves it. He's always thankful. And uh, there's not really anybody knocking the door down to be number six. But he always says how much he enjoyed his time here. Yeah. So, uh, that was that. And then yesterday... TNT, maybe? No, they're on uh, Bally, uh, Bally Sports LA. Are you looking for the Kings? Yeah, I'm looking for the Kings. You're on Arizona. Yeah, I know. But look, you see what I'm watching? Yeah, Brad Sesmet? Yeah. Yeah, nobody cares. Yeah, even Brad's family doesn't care. Coach well, cares. I can't find the Kings. There you go. Oh, fuck. That's what I got. I just went through a second ago. There yeah. you go. Uh, but then yesterday, uh, just with my kids and their mom, we just barbecued and hung out. Good. Had an absolute blast. Good deal. What'd you do? I went to uh, I went to a Super Bowl party in the neighborhood. Um, we always go same place uh, parties, but it was it was a good time. A lot too many people. I mean, that's the thing. It was Ugh. three TVs. It was set up great. I was too far back, and I knew I had to do not only four nothing Kings. It was just right. zero zero when I came in. See, um, but I knew I had to do not only we're going to talk a little bit this show. I don't want to miss the Super Bowl. I was actually excited to watch it. Yeah, but I had to do the the Bolt City podcast talking a Super Bowl edition. So I was uh, like, I better know what the fuck I'm talking about. So I said to Tarita, I go, look, we got to go. You know, I said for yeah. every drive that we're here at this party, I got to rewatch it. Right. I go, I don't want to watch this uh, game. Remember twice. that? Yeah, we used to do that. Yeah, I mean and that take was take notes on it, uh, the whole deal, the, and trying to find different angles. Yeah. So I'm sitting there going, I don't want to watch this game twice. I just want to watch yeah. it one time. So basically, after the third drive, said let's shoot back. So we came back here. I sat right where I'm sitting right now, literally smoking cigars and drinking whiskey by myself. How sad. That was exactly what I wanted to do. Fuck. She didn't let me smoke cigars in the house. No. So I could open the goddamn door and I'm just sitting there smoking and drinking and eating pizza rolls. I wasn't even eating a damn thing. It would fuck up the buzz. I was, uh, but I was sitting there smoking and drinking, had a good time and, and watching the game. And, um, I really didn't care. Like I wanted Philadelphia. Yeah. I tell you, one of the things that turned me off about the Eagles before the game even started, you know, you're like kind of like a karma guy. I'm a karma guy. It's yeah. When they, they showed those Eagle fans flipping that car over before the game even started, oh, what are they doing? I, I like, mean, <laughs> we know what they're doing, Philly. Yeah, but. fuck that shithole town. That's yeah. what I was thinking. But um, you know, fuck. Philly is one of the most overrated towns. It is. I I went there in <clears throat> 2001. Yeah. 
and immediately took the train to New York City. Yeah. Got there, did did a couple of shows from New York City, which was great. Stayed in the city and then took the train back late Saturday night, went out with Horton. Yeah. And then we did the Sunday game from the vet, which yeah. was really fun to go to the vet and see that. And then got the fuck out of Philly. That's Everyone amazing. says I'm it. Anyone who has any kind of brain at all says the same thing. My college roommate's from Philadelphia. And he yeah. say, always say to me all the time, it's a shithole. Yeah. And uh, I understand if you're an Eagles fan and all that. But but it, it, it's a dump. It's a dump. So um, anyway, I've been sitting there watching. And uh, it's like these fucking maniac fans in Philadelphia. And anyone who plays for a Philadelphia sports team doesn't live in Philadelphia. They live in New Jersey. Yeah. And so, anyway, I'm sitting there watching. I can't stand, uh, you know, obviously the Chiefs because, you know, they're in the division with the Raiders. I can't stand Jackson Mahomes. And so, yeah, I can't stand Jackson. I can't stand Mahomes' wife. I can't stand Mahomes' parents. Right. The, the, the whole family. I like I like Patrick Mahomes. Me too. The people that are surrounding him are a bunch of whack jobs. I mean, thank God they don't play because their egos are insane, where his ego doesn't seem like it's anything. Yeah. But I'm sitting there watching. I like Andy Reid a lot. Yeah. And um, a couple things that, that I want to point out that I thought were interesting. One is I tip my hat to Andy Reid for what he did for Eric Enemy yesterday. Yes. Because how man, cool was that? Like three different times. He did. Right? The three times that you probably saw, but I watched him interviewed a bunch of times on different networks. He did and it kept every doing time. It. That and, was cool. And if you don't understand what Jeff and I are talking about, when we talk about coaches that are getting opportunities or not getting opportunities, the Chiefs have been outstanding for the last five years. Well, mm-hmm. Eric Bannemi has the title of OC. Nobody gives him any credit because they think Andy Reid's the guy who does everything. And maybe he is or maybe he doesn't. As Mario pointed out today during our, our Bolt City podcast show, he goes, well, Kyle Shanahan's supposed to be the genius in San Francisco, but Mike McDaniel got a head coaching job in Miami. Very good point. You yeah. know? So if Andy Reid's supposed to be the genius, then Eric Bieniemy, how come he's not getting the same opportunity? And uh, Shane Strucker's about to get the Colts shot. Yeah. Who's the offensive coordinator for Sirianni? Yep. And anyway, so I thought it was cool that Andy Reid basically understands Eric has to go somewhere else to prove his worth. Yep. And he was trying to set him up for a job. Yeah. And uh, and even though he knows it probably hurts the organization to say goodbye to him. Yeah. He understands it's not your last life goal to be an an OC. Your goal is to be a head coach. And he's done the time. Yeah. And it's very reminiscent of, I mean, if you go back. 20 years sherm lewis yeah i mean ted cattrell for a reason right i mean all these guys minority coaches i thought jim trotter was brilliant again the other day i mean take some stones man to stand up at the commissioner's press conference especially when the commissioner is your boss yes (laughs) yeah i mean you work for the league yeah i mean the commissioner is his boss yeah and he called him out yeah said i was here a year ago and asked you about the lack of diversity in the newsroom. We still have nobody in the newsroom in a management position. You said you were going to look into it, yet here we are and nothing's changed. And Goodell's a stooge like he always is. And I, like I said, if you, you can go back and watch the clip. And I said, just watch the expression on Jim's face. It, it, Jim's face tells you the answer. But if you talk to Jim today, he doesn't even remember what happened Friday. Because last night, Rihanna's driving out, and Jim, a guy I love as you do, like a brother, we've yes. known him 20 years, turns into a teenage girl at a Harry Styles concert. That's so great. Rhi, you were great. <laughs> and she yells, thanks, boo. Dude, it went everywhere. That clip went everywhere. It was so awesome. And Trotter is all over it, 
And then Deadspin retweeted it. I think Barstool Sports retweeted it. It was yeah, crazy. Rihanna calls the reporter Boo, and Trotter writes, this reporter has a name. It's Boo Trotter. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote tonight on Instagram or on, on Twitter, I said, I only wish my friend C.S. Keys was here. Yeah, no shit. Because Jim, C.S. would just move. Yeah. I, we would just be there tomorrow. Because CS would be packing up, and I'd be like, CS, he'll let you, it'll pass by. And he'd be like, motherfucker, it won't. I'll never hear the end of that. Come on, get that box. Let's go. I'm moving to Yellowstone. <laughs> he would have been CS Cowboy. Uh, yeah, that's the only thing. Because fucking Jim, as funny as Jim's been with yeah. it, he would have tortured CS. CS, that's why I said, one, wherever he is tonight, one tear is slowly trickling down the cheek of my friend C.S. Keys, yeah. knowing that that happened. I said, Jim wins again. That was so damn funny. That was so good. That that was that was really a highlight for oh, us. Bradshaw. You know, Jim, what a fucking he's dick. He's an idiot. He, Isn't he a dick? Enough of that guy. Like, why? Why not have Kevin Burkhart do it? Why not have... Remember, what was it? Uh, was, who was the one... God, they, maybe it was Bradshaw who had the problem. Somebody had an issue. It was the Super Bowl. It was the Broncos and Seahawks in New York. Mm -hmm. And someone's family member got sick or died, and they had to step in. I thought it was Bradshaw had to step in. And I and, and, I, and I think he had too much to drink. I think Terry wasn't ready to get on the podium. And, but for him to body shame Terrible. Andy Reid was ridiculous. I tell you what, I don't know, man. I've I've come a long way as far as this broadcasting business goes on the body shaming thing. Yeah, that's cool. When we first started in '98, it was just a thing. I think it was for me. It was, I think it was listening to Stern. Yeah. Um, I mean, when we talk about going back and listening to shit we used to do that I'd be embarrassed about, yeah. the stuff I did from '98 to probably 2002, I was completely embarrassed by the way I would talk. When I watch it now on Twitter or Instagram, my cost is terrible. <laughs> by the way, man. But it's one of those where we're past that, I thought. I thought yeah. we're just past that. And when he, Andy reads in the highlight of his life yeah. to body shame him right there in the national TV audience, 100 million people, what the fuck? Yeah, that's ridiculous, man. Show the guy respect. Yeah. He's a respectful guy. Hall been of Famer. Th been through a lot. A lot. Been um, through a lot. It's funny, you mentioned Philadelphia, and I said what a shithole it is. Uh, my aunt lives in Philadelphia. Yeah. And I was saying last week, when Andy and his family were there, they were neighbors of my aunt for, gosh, 10 years. And she knew the whole family. Yeah. But she said Andy and his wife were just great people to everybody. She was not just us as neighbors, but she goes, you'd be with them at charity events or other things. And people would approach and some were great, some were not. And he was great to every person. I mean, I like Andy Reid. So, you know, a couple things. Um I do too. I like Andy Reid. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Both Kelsey brothers are going to be Hall of Famers. You yeah. look at their numbers, they're both going to be in the Hall of Fame. I asked my wife, who didn't watch the game, I said, let me ask you, because she knew there were two brothers in the game. Uh-huh. If our sons were in the game, yeah. which son would you go to first after the game? Oh, yeah. She said, I'd go to the son who lost. And that's what his, that's what their mom did. Did you see uh, that? No, is that right? Yeah, I went straight up to Jason Kelsey, and man, it was, it was like, it was a 20-second hug, you know, and whatever she had to say to him in his ear but it's the old saying, you know this, even having twin boys. Yeah. A parent is only as happy as their most unha is only as happy as their most unhappy child. It was I it was the absolute best yesterday afternoon because my sons were obsessed with the idea of the Kelsey's mother flipping the coin. And yeah. nobody cares. Just go sit, watch the game. 
Like, what? What do I care? And then uh, the story came out that both parents had been invited to sit with Roger Goodell. Yeah. The father elected to stay with the family in the seats, and the mom said, I'm going up to the luxury box. So she was up there with Roger Goodell, uh, DeMar Hamlin, and others, yeah. right? Jack and Kate's mom was like, I'm in that box. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm in the box. I go, who? I'm going to sit with your family? Think I need to listen to them? Start telling me everything they're going to need moving forward? No. And then uh, my son Cade said, well, if you had two boys like that, so Jack and I are twins, but he said, these guys are similar in age. Like, what do you do? I go, Kate, it's like everything we do every day. You cheer for the one you like more. <laughs> and he's like, what? He's like, what? I go, what? <laughs> yeah. And the same thing. Oh, what would you do after the game? I go, go to the guy who won. Oh, look at you. I, need I go to the winners. <laughs> yeah. I go, like Don King, man. I go, what? Ah, man, that was tough. I don't care about that. Going to drink champagne. See you in two weeks. Yeah, here. You know your way home. Yeah, that's it. And anybody, yeah. any dad, a Jim Bencourt right now gets it better than anybody because him and Alex be that thing, right? Where you go, if Alex loses, yeah, you go talk to your mom. I'm not talking to you. It's just what dads do when you have that relationship. Save it. What am I going to tell him after he just blew the game? He didn't blow the game. He wasn't playing defense. Ah, come on. He didn't blow the game. Hey, you win as he a team. He was the guy right in front with the guy every fourth and one. Win as a team, lose as a team. Okay. Yeah. You gonna go over and give him a hug when you got your world champion Chiefs oh, hat on? Jesus, I looked at uh, I looked up the dad because because you always hear about the mom. Yeah. Because I just is the dad in the picture. I couldn't figure out what the hell's going on. Yeah, the mom, that's what I was wondering. Because the mom's known for hitting two games in, the, in one day, like taking the plane from Tampa to Kansas City to catching two games in, in one day. And the dad is not a football guy exactly. His dad, the dad, is into extraterrestrials. Oh no way! Yeah, he chases aliens, and so that's where <laughs> that's where his interest. He never caught one, but he, he's that's what that's his his thing. He loves but the whole idea. But they are together. Yeah, they're together. But it, the mom's all in of being a football mom, and the dad's not into being a football dad. Yeah. You know, it's just. It's, That's really funny. It's funny. Both boys, though, will end up in Canton, Ohio, which yeah. is insane to think that anybody right? ends up in Canton, Ohio. Let, what do they say? It's like 300 people yeah. in the world have made it into Canton, Ohio, and here are these two brothers are gonna, both going to make it. It's crazy. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Jason Kelsey is just uh, an amazing talent. I love the Andy Reid story when he was going to draft uh, Travis Kelsey. How he called, he called uh, Jason Kelsey, who he coached with the Eagles. Okay. He goes, I'm thinking of drafting your brother. Is he a dipshit? No. He goes, you sure? And he goes, <laughs> I'm sure. And he was like, pissed, you know? Put your dipshit brother on the phone then. And he puts him on the phone. But think we're going to draft you. Are you going to behave? Yes. You sure you aren't going to get here and be a, a fuckhead? <laughs> Completely. No, sir. If I take a chance on you, I don't want any of your dipshit moves and tearing my team apart. I got you, coach. And then fucking, they draft him. And then yeah. put your brother back on the phone. Yeah. Jason, this is on you if your brother fucks this up. Hangs, uh, hangs up. Completely. Like, he's like, dude, don't fuck with that coach Reed. He's, he's, he has, you have no leeway at all. He thinks you're a fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> That's the 
the best, man. Was but, it old where Kelsey said nobody gave us a chance? Oh, uh, shut just, up. Exactly. You're one seed. You're favorite in every fucking game this year except yeah. the Super Bowl. Relax. One, one seed against a one seed. Yeah. That was a one and a half point difference. Yeah. Calm, calm the fuck down. You calm the fuck A lot of people made down. money betting on the Chiefs yesterday, asshole. Don't yeah. pull that move. You aren't the Jaguars. Did you do squares? That no. field goal. So I, ne- I never fucking win, so that I didn't play any squares. Field goal at halftime cost me 150 bucks. Yeah, Damn I was it. lined up, lined Damn up, it. and then I had it, and then that goddamn field goal. But so fun. Like, I mean, I don't know. I think it, overall, maybe I kicked in. We had $5 squares, and I think I bought eight of those. That's 40 Yeah. Then we had $10 squares. I had a couple of those, too. I was probably in. For, I was probably in for eighty. So fun. Yeah, I, I never, I've never won a goddamn square. I just, no, but I, you're I so invested yeah. in everything. Yeah, so invested in every play. So, uh, yeah, it really yeah. made it fun. I thought. And by the way, too. Yeah. You know, I'm watching all these morons like Rick Riley ripping Greg Olson today. I thought Greg Olson and Kevin Burkhardt were really good. I thought Greg Olson was, was fine. Burkhardt was fine. It's just not the voice you're used to in a big game. Yeah, but he did a good job. It was fine. It was fine. I, I mean, trust me. I'm sitting there going, give, trying to look at a reason to rip him, and there was no reason. I heard Jim Nance and Tony Romo don't like each other. I don't like Jim Nance. What do you think of that? I'm done with Jim Nance, I think. Really? Yeah. I, I, honestly, when I watch them work together, and I do think Tony Romo's gotten lazy. When they yeah, say Tony sure. Romo's gotten lazy, I think he has gotten lazy. But I don't, think, I don't think Nance does anything to help him. No, I agree with that. Because Nance didn't like Nancy boy. He didn't like all the attention going to Romo early on. Yeah. And Jim didn't think he was getting credit. I do like Jim. Jim's cool. Yeah, I, I, I'm burnt out on on Jim. Not my, my favorite. And I don't they, know. Not, it, not my favorite at all. Boy, it's weird because we had him on U.S. Open a bunch of times. Yeah. Incredibly nice. And really, like, sincere. Andrew Marshand is the media critic for the New York Post. And Jim gets pretty much a free ride. Yeah. From everybody. Boy, the post downloaded on him about the Tony Romo thing and talked about why does Jim Nance have to go running down to the field to do the Super Bowl interviews or the divisional interviews when you have James Brown or other people available to do it. Yeah. Or you, or you could bring in, you know, who's their number two team, yeah. right? Ian Eagle, somebody like that, right? Like give somebody else. But he really ripped him for allowing Tony Romo to slide at the level Romo did. Sure did. And saying, as the number one guy, it's your responsibility, part of your responsibility, to look out for your broadcast partner. Yeah. And so, I like Romo. I, well, Romo is not what Romo was, the reason that we all liked him. Yeah. Because Romo was prepared. He prepared for broadcast the way he used to as a quarterback. Then he got crazy. What's he getting, $17 million yeah. a year? I mean, it felt like Romo was like sh- just showing up. Like, he doesn't yeah. seem like he's doing the homework. Like, when you watch, I'm not saying Kirk Herbstreet's the ability of those guys. Kirk Herbstreet's doing the homework. Yeah. Maybe because he's new to it, but yeah, he's doing the homework. So. Yeah. And so all you ask for is, hey, man, we, we know you can be better because we've seen you're better. But Greg Olson does the homework. Yeah, and, and it's the thing. is Greg Olson gives you something until you see something. One thing that was pointed out to me, and, and I watched the game by myself, sitting there taking notes and thinking I've watched a ton of football. I'm going to pick up a lot. The adjustment that they show that Philadelphia made, yeah, Philadelphia, no, Kansas City made against Philadelphia's defense was 
you know, everyone knows KC scored on every drive mm-hmm. in the second half. It was kind of like the Jags Chargers. They scored on every fucking drive in the second half. But what they did was was the motion move, and they waited for the Philadelphia player, whether it was it was Slay, to say pick up that guy in motion. As soon as that guy turned his head, when a player went in motion, they snapped the ball. Wow! And they, that's that was Philadelphia's big adjustment was we put a guy in motion, guys are going to turn their heads, and we're going to snap when they aren't ready. And you saw guys open by 10, 20 yards yeah. in the red zone. It never happens in the NFL that way. And so you're going, that's an, either Andy Reid or Eric Bieniemy, whoever picked that up yeah. was genius. And Philadelphia looked like just a, a shadow of what they wore in the first half. Yeah, not good. And uh, we haven't done run for a long time. Fuck you of the day, F you of the day to George Toma. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, 94-year-old overrated. Sod father? Yeah, sod father. The real one. Uh, uh, dude all these allegiant in vegas arizona just go to the next turf right yeah like every other like stop with rolling the rolling the turf in and out yeah doesn't work the players say they prefer the grass you know nfl players i got it but like even tennessee said they're going they're going to the turf even though derrick henry said please don't they said no we're going we're going to the turf the, the funny thing is that people don't know, you and I are older, so I'm sitting explaining this to my son today. George Toma, if I remember, Jeff, became famous for the Cowboys game, the catch, the 49ers one. Remember Cowboys 49ers? Yeah. The same day that the Chargers froze their asses off in Cincinnati. And the field was so bad that week because of the rain, and he brought yeah. the helicopter in, and he fixed the grass. And George Toma, 40 years ago, became this big celebrity grass guy. Yeah. And then they put so much goddamn paint on the field, and guys are slipping. I mean, yeah. the Eagles' defensive ends—they didn't get one sack. No. Yesterday. The Eagles didn't get one sack. They led the NFL in sacks. Every time they try to make a move, they're falling down. Yeah, kicker was falling down on kickoffs, and you're going, "What the fuck? This is yeah. a major problem in the game. It's changing the game. That guys are falling and can't find the right shoe." Who's the guy? Great dude. We met. Uh, we walked with in Huntington Beach with uh, Lisa. We gotta get him in there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We gotta get him in and get George Toma out. That's true. I mean, they they made that whole big deal. I thought it was great. Posner was the first guy yesterday ripping George Toma at ninety four. Yeah. But I mean they'd been growing that sod for like three weeks. Yeah, I thought it was an eight week process. But maybe maybe you're right. But uh, I mean that's terrible, Dave. You can't have that. No. And next year, <laughs> just Listen, folks, I just want to get it out there. It's exciting. Make your travel plans now. The Super Bowl next year, uh, today's the 13th. That's the 12th, the 11th. The 11th, 2-11-24. The Super Bowl is in Las Vegas, Nevada, a little place they call Sin City. That's what I've heard. Former home of our friend, even though we never had a conversation with him, Art Bell. But the other good part about that is uh, pretty sure that, gosh, who's going to sing uh, the anthem? Who's going to be the halftime show in Vegas? Penn and Teller? Okay. Okay. Well, let me ask you. This is a question for you. Mm-hmm. Who do you want to see as the halftime show? I have an idea. And Ooh. it's not Vegas related, but uh, like, who do you want to see? So funny. Um, I thought Rihanna was great. Uh, you know, everybody, there's just people that hate everything to hate everything, right? Let me tell you. This sounds bad when I say it because people aren't going to agree with me. I know I'm pissed off half the people. Every time I say something, I'm going to say now, literally about 500 Twitter followers will disappear. Good. But I'm going to say it because I don't give a fuck. All right. 
Dude, I've never seen racism as bad as it is at this point in my life. Yeah, and the, 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 against Rihanna? Against almost anything. The people the people that will post boycott halftime. Yeah. Hashtag Rihanna, hashtag yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. Why is that and, so controversial? Dude, I hate to say it. It's a lot of, it, some of the people are people you and I know. Oh, yeah, it's In terrible. the media. And, and it's so disappointing. And then to take pictures and brag about it. Yeah. This is us going to the backyard. Us four white ladies going in the backyard. Oh, boy. And I'm going. Get out of here, you old hags. Dude, and while you're out there, bring old, it. They aren't that old. While they you're out there, old. grab us a beer. Yeah. It's, and then close the screen it's, so we don't have to listen to you hens. It's ridiculous, man. Dude. It, 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 I mean, it I is. am so terrified of open heights. When that stage starts yeah. going up, I'm like, and and I know, uh, I think our, our Devin was saying that they were all harnessed in. They were. I, I got it. Yeah, still. I still. I'm afraid of heights. I wouldn't have done it. I'd have cried. <laughs> I would have put on all fours. Second, just cried. <laughs> and she's doing that. Dude, she's just cool. Yeah, and, I, and look, I got it. She's lip singing a lot. I got it. So what? They right. Yeah, just, they've done it, it, it every year. Yeah, I mean, god dang, Britney Spears lip sync uses lip sync every concert. Look, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. I loved last year's. Was my favorite. I know it wasn't everyone's favorite, but it was my favorite last year. Um, Mine was uh, Prince in the Rain. It was Prince in the Rain. And so Who was last year, last year was Snoop and it was Doctor oh, Dre was cool. that and was it was great. Eminem. It was oh all yeah, those guys. that was great. Um, oh, yeah, no, I loved it. But anyway, no, she she was fine, and I think most people knew her songs, whether you could have named one before it started or not. I think when she started going, you go, like, I know this song. I know this song. I just thought she was cool when she said that she's bringing someone out. Were you thinking because Jay Z was there? When she sang yeah. a Jay Z song. Made a bad choice singing a Kanye song. Yeah. Stupid. Um, but then she she did Jay-Z and Jay-Z was there. It wasn't Jay-Z. They showed Adele was there. I'm like, she's bringing Adele out. She didn't bring Adele out. She bring Paul McCartney out. He was no. there. And um, But the person she brought out was the baby. Yeah. That was the thing. Pretty cool. Which is I'm bringing someone out. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, How about the fact she just had a baby nine months ago? That right? <laughs> like, like, like really recent. She had a baby. I, I, I'm Look. I can't tell I'm a huge fan. I can't tell you know every song. Yeah. I just I think it's to your point, Dave. When when you see it, and people just immediately start losing their mind, and when they're like worst halftime show ever. No, no, no it's not because I was at the worst halftime show ever, and that was Phil Collins, Enrique Iglesias, and Christina Aguilera in Atlanta. It sucked. Fucking sucked. I dare you. That was. That was maybe the worst ever. And then the following year in Tampa, it was Aerosmith. That was fine. I saw Shania Twain here when the Raiders take took on the Buccaneers. Ah, she's all right. Beyonce sang before the, the Super Bowl in that one. Is that right? Yeah. I had uh, halftime the first one, Super Bowl thirty was Diana Ross when she went out in the helicopter. That was cool. Uh, and then Enrique Iglesias, fucking terrible. And then, uh, what about when it was Jennifer Lopez and Shakira? That was cool. oh, that was great. I don't even know if they said one word. I didn't see anything. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. <laughs> oh my god, it's great. But I love you. Always see that NFL films about uh, Prince. Yeah, and they were talking about how slippery the stage was in the rain. Yeah, and the old dudes from NFL films, you know, saying they're the producers. Hey, it's raining. And they said how great Prince was. And he was like, make it rain more. And they said he was in those crazy heels. Yeah. 
and his two backup dancers were in the heels. Yeah. And the guys are like, man, they're going all around that stage. We're just waiting for somebody to wipe out. And those guys, the production guys that had done it for, you know, handful of Super Bowls, and they were like, that was awesome. That That's was, cool. a, yeah, Prince in the Rain, man. That was, and last year, David, NFL experience in LA, they had uh, his suit was there in display, not the guitar, but just the suit. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean that that was amazing. Uh, who's your guy for next year? Who do okay, you want? here here's the two choices. All right, you're gonna say I'm crazy. It's in Vegas. Yeah, I know. I got it. I mean, you got to think about the people performing Vegas because a lot of people have, you know, their whole deal where they stay there for a year. Um, but I'm going for people that don't perform in Vegas. I'm going the two people that I think, with the younger people, the younger audience right now that are just red hot, either Dua Lipa, or, okay. or Drake. One of the either one of those. They're extremely popular, huge, right? And uh, like I'll be honest, I'm shocked Drake hasn't done it yet. Like I thought, somewhere in the last ten years, Drake would have been asked to do it. That's a big yeah. story. Is wonder why? Don't know. Don't know if he's ever been asked. But maybe he does the CFL championship. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm curious to know what direction they go. To me, it just seems like Dua Lipa right now is just such a big star. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to look at everybody right yeah you gotta have somebody that has that does she have she's huge yeah but does she have that um you know that that household name yet i don't know i'm a huge fan though i i'm a i'm a big fan i'm a big fan yeah they better not bring out wayne newton you ever see that dua lipa clip where she makes eye contact with the guy in the crowd it's my favorite clip no it's she's singing and the guys film with their with his phone and she's dancing and she looks at him and she gives him the look like I see you oh. and he flips the phone around and he's on cloud nine it is <laughs> it is the That's best great. it is it is the best but um no nah, anyway now I'm a bit good she's also pulled that move on Jimmy Kimmel do you remember that no middle of the night I'll, Jimmy Kimmel sleeping he sleeps with a mouth guard and everything yeah and his Jimmy Kimmel's wife sneaks her in the house. Oh, no way. And he dead asleep. All of a sudden, the lights are going, and she's dancing on the bed, and she's dancing all around him. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck's <laughs> happening? And then he's like, Dua Lipa's in my bed in the middle of the night. It was, it was funny as shit. That's great. But she had that big song last year with Elton John. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know what, what direction what direction they go. But you're right. People are always going to be upset. I will say one thing I think we all agree on. I didn't see anyone rip it because you're an idiot if you do. Chris Stapleton's national yeah. anthem was as good as any of them. Yeah, he's great. He he was really good. I'd say my my top three anthems, which is weird to rank. Okay, but I was thinking oh, about I it. Oh, I saw today. these the other day. Really, someone said it. Okay, I'm going to throw you my three. Okay, all right. My favorites: Whitney Houston's number two. I'm not going to go number one. Everyone says Whitney Houston number one. She in was Tampa. number one. She was number one on the list. Uh huh. I still say Marvin Gaye singing the All Star Game oh, at the Forum. This was uh, Super Bowl. Okay, anthems. Super Bowl. But Marvin yeah. Gaye, who obviously is no longer with Best. us, I think it was 1983. Yeah. It was the all NBA All-Star game was awesome. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah, man. I'm going to get that book. I think it's called Soul Divided. Oh, because yeah? Because it talks all about, man, he was basically bankrupt. And there's wow. a big part of it about how he tried to get in the fight game. He was trying to manage a guy. I think it was Andy Price who fought Ray Leonard. And it's just everything he was trying to do to get back into it. And then um, it started with that. It kind of started with that. What year did Marvin Gaye's dad kill him? I think 84. 
I've been by that house. Really? Yeah. Dude, I, that, there were a couple things. 1984, were, you're right. Assa- yeah. Assassinated. When, uh. April 1st, 1984. When Burt Bacharach died the other day. Who knew Burt Bacharach was such a coxman? <laughs> Angie Dickinson, Carol Bayer Sager. I mean, he had, he had some A-listers on his resume. And Bert, what nobody, what I didn't see in his resume or his obituary, excuse me, was he had a house in Del Mar. Because we'd see Bert at Del yeah. Mar every year. Really? Super nice guy. Really nice. And closing deals like a maniac. But um, I loved him in the Austin Powers movies. Yeah. Remember you stuck him in the first two? Yeah. Um, but you were saying Marvin Gaye, like yeah. all those guys, old school R and B are just my favorite. Smokey Robinson yeah. the other day on CBS Sunday morning was great. <laughs> did you hear Stern talk about him? About Smokey? Yeah. What do you say? Because I don't know old Smokey is, but boy, he looks surprised. He was goofing on his surgery. Oh, <laughs> he's had a few. You better shut your mouth, Howard. You better shut your mouth. Uh, but dude, Luther Luther Vandross. Yeah. Was my all time number one guy. Some five times, three yeah. of those in London. And they showed the other day when Burt Backrack died. Yeah. Luther singing, A House is Not a Home. Holy shit, Dave. That is crazy. Like, that's where you go. You ever watch these, like, see these songs, like Heartbreak songs? You're like, damn, I've never felt that. I have no feeling <laughs> at all. I feel no emotion. Yeah. And that was Luther singing that song the other day about coming home to an empty house because his old lady was gone. Does, does Luther Vandross, does he have the best male voice of all time? I don't know, man. He's right there. Jeffrey Osborne. Right? Okay. So, so here you, you better go. not tell me James Ingram or people Bryson. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here you go. I'm going to give you a song you're, okay. you're going to listen to okay because i think they're just two incredible voices i'm not a, i'm not a music expert but it's supposed supposedly luther vandross has the greatest male voice of all time beyonce okay. is considered one of the greatest female singers of all time okay they did a remake of the the song the closer i get to you okay oh yeah it, together to do what I, I have it on my did phone they I'm not actually do it together or yeah, was they, it after he had passed no no they did it together wow it, it's to me, it's so fucking good, but I'm the only one I know that listens to this guy dang song. And I, just because they have talent that I don't have. Dude, when he toured, when I saw him, he had this guy, which is funny for wrestling fans. His backup singer was a guy named Kevin Owens, who was the lead singer of Ray Goodman and Brown. Love on a two-way street. Yeah. So you go, dude, this fucking guy's incredible. Then he had this girl, Lisa Fisher, who was the backup for the Stones and sang the... You know, Mary Clayton never toured with the Stones, who sang the original Gimme Shelter part. But Lisa Fisher probably did it better than anybody. And those were two of the three. And then probably the third one was an all-star too, man. But God damn, saw Luther in concert. It was Lookout. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm not going to hesitate. I was there to see Luther. Oh, (laughs) the crowd. Hi. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how are you? Wow. Yeah, a lot. Just wow. That's why I'm going to take uh, our dopey dope little friend Mosher. Yeah. His new additions coming. Yeah. Keith the Sweat's on. Keith Sweat. Teddy Riley's on that show. Oh, be like, Rocky, go get that number right there. Get over there. I bought the ticket. Get the fuck over there. Get that number. When are you going again? Uh, I don't know. Sometime in April. 
I have figured out. I can't wait. I can't wait. All right. Hey, I want to mention Dan Williams. Dan Williams is your guy. Bar smart. Two minute Tuesdays. Don't forget about understanding your cost of debt. Dan does a great job of giving you some information on what's going on. So again, Dan is your guy because that leads to getting you out of debt. And most importantly, right now, you want to be out of debt. Everybody wants to be out of debt. The pressure that comes with worrying about money is absolutely insane. And if you're worrying about money, you know, it's one of those 24 hour deals where you just cannot stop. You're going, how are you going to get out of this? Why put yourself through it anymore? Call Dan Williams. Dan's your guy. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. It was one of those weekends, Dave, where kind of like you have a Super Bowl party and you go, oh, man, I ate too much. It was a weekend where I go, oh, shit, I spent too much. I spent too much. But every aspect of the weekend was so fun. And you find yourself, and it's one of those things that we talked about, borrow smart, repay smart. Where every now and then you find yourself and you go, okay, this is a weekend. We're going to go for it. I mean, we're just going to push the lever, metal, uh, you know, pedal to the metal, and off we go. And I'd already bought tickets to the game. I'd already bought dinner. I'd already bought the Steve Garvey pictures yep. for my sons. And we're walking around this random little bookstore in Long Beach. And I'm looking, and they got a bunch of different things. And I look in, and I say to that the guy working, I go, how much is that right there? He goes, it's 125 bucks." I said, I'll take it right now. He goes, yeah, they're selling for a lot more online. And I didn't say anything like, oh, I know, because I've tried to buy one for a year and a half. I go, is that right? And I go, well, it's a fun day with me and my boys. I want something to remember by. Paid for it, got out, signed copy of Dave Grohl's book. Nice. Foo Fighters are my number one, nice. one of my favorite yep. bands. And you and I as Stern fans, the Dave Grohl interviews yep. on Stern are great yep. stories. And yeah, and I wanted to see it. And the book, sometimes they sign a sticker and they put the sticker in the book. I never buy those because you want what I said to Jack and Kate is, I go, dude, Dave Grohl, whether it was for two seconds, had this book in his hand, yeah. signed it. I go, that's pretty cool. Uh, 125 bucks. And that's when you go borrow smart, repay smart. You come home, pay that bill. You lock that thing away and you go, it's pretty cool. But that's, that's why you're smart during the week. You don't make crazy, dumb purchases. So that when you find yourself in a random situation like that, uh, you're able to say, yeah, I want it. I got it. And now you're really, really excited about it. And uh, Dan can help you do that. So 858-688-6813, especially with tax season coming, if that refund is coming out. Dave talked about it. Don't waste the gambling. Uh, let Dan help you find the best way yep. to invest that and take that refund and, and make that refund work for you. 858-688-6813. want to mention Brian Curry as well. Brian Curry, again, knows San Diego County real estate better than anyone. If you're looking to sell your home, let's get the most for that home. The market has changed already in a positive direction. If you're looking to sell, man, your chances of selling are out there. All of a sudden, you drive around the communities and you're seeing for sale signs in front of the houses again, your opportunity to buy. The interest rate has dropped a little bit as well. Brian Curry's the guy to answer all your questions. Make sure you call Brian, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. Yep, uh, moving around. And we we're talking about it yesterday. Just how thankful we are, right? We always talk about different neighborhoods, Dave. East Lake takes me nine hours to get down here at night. 
But every time I'm down here, I always appreciate it. I love this area down here. You know, I found out it's a neighbor, by the way. Who's that? Cam Chancellor. No way. Yeah. Cam- we were just talking about him the other day. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Mar- uh, Marcus McNeil was talking to uh, Sean Walchef yesterday. And he was really? saying, we're talking about different NFL guys in, in the area. He said, Cam Chancellor lives here. Dude, how do we get him in here? No shit. I love that guy. That's so funny. We were just talking about yeah. that guy the other day. Um, but yeah, just being in La Mesa all day yesterday and, and barbecuing, hanging out, having fun, watching the game. So yeah, whichever neighborhood, it could be somewhere near where you want to go. And I saw a misconception. Dave, I need your help. Somebody said the other day that I continue to slam Imperial Beach. And I said, that's not true. That's not true at all. Friday night, I was at uh, Luigi's. Yeah, I haven't done it for years. And I, I have apologized and said how much I appreciate IB. And when my sons and I are just kind of hanging out, want to go get a slice, we go to Luigi's and IB. It's one of our favorite places to go. Yeah, man. Early on, I made fun of it. Boy, was I wrong. That is a cool little community, especially at the West End down by the beach. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe it's a neighborhood. I mean, my sons have only really lived in one house their entire life. They've only lived in La Mesa their entire life. And so for them, yeah, they may want to stay in La Mesa and find a different place, which would be great. Or they may want to spread out, go somewhere else. No matter what your plan is, Brian can help you uh, make it reality. Exactly. Taylor May pools. Look, you're looking for that perfect pool. Call Alan Taylor. Taylor May Pools, look, right now as we're doing the show, a little bit of rain, but man, the yeah, weather's nice. getting nicer. I look at my phone all the time to see when the temperature's going up. You guys know it's nice in San Diego more than 300 days a year. You're going to wish you had that pool, and you're going to wish you got an Alan Taylor's calendar. 619-449-4452. Ask about available financing. 619-449-4452. So last night's cold, rainy. We're out moving around. And uh, Friday night. Okay. It was not last night. Last night I made Jack walk the dog in the rain. <laughs> um, Friday night we're out moving around with Diego. And they have a community pool. And community pools are great. Trust me. They are great. Because we look at it and we're like, how cold do you think that is right now? But you don't have to worry about your nosy neighbors worrying about anything you're doing when you're just trying to hang out and relax. So, yeah, if you have a community pool... I guess you'll take advantage of that. It probably means you don't have a big enough backyard to put in your own pool. But for those of you lucky enough that sit back there, what do you got back there? Bocce ball? Come on. <laughs> what are you doing? Playing cornhole? Come on. Stop it. And uh, you need that tailor-made pool. need that tailor-made pool. You need that old-fashioned grotto in there. And next thing you know, every day is Super Bowl Sunday. Look at these punk savers. Everybody from Buffalo. Yeah, you're getting the shit kicked, Daddy. Let's not fight. Yeah, just lay down. Just get on the bus. Take the loss like every other one of your shitty teams. Move on. <laughs> the Kings don't have any toughness at all, Dave. So sad. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, get that tailor-made pool because you know what happens. That way you just, like me, you, it's a two-part uh, equation. First thing is you go someplace like uh, the New Edition concert. And you let all the girls know that you want, hey, we're having a little Super Bowl party. And then they come over and good times are plenty. <laughs> Kyle Flukers, you want to talk to when it comes to websites? You better call Kyle soon. Kyle is right now killing it. He's doing extremely well. And people right now are calling for his services. Look, when you're good at your job, that's what happens. People want the best. Kyle's your best. 619-500-6621. Anything to do with 
your your basically your website, fixing it, building it, 619-500-6621. Yeah, so vital uh, because people are doing e-commerce. I'll give you one that's a pretty damn good site. I had to replace my credit card. Yeah. And uh, Capital One, man, I loved it. Capital One sent me an email, said, hey, Jeff, here are the guys that are set up uh, for auto pay. And it's um, not the mortgage, but cell phone, toll roads, right? All the places that you don't want to be late with. And so thank you to Capital One. I mean, they've treated me really, really nice. But your website has to do the things that make your customers want to tell others like I just did. But more importantly, keep coming back. And if it's not doing that, let Kyle help you out. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going February 13th. Okay. All right. First one is the former mayor of Cincinnati, Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. Damn. Lost his job because he got a hooker and paid for it with a personal check. Uh, Dan would not advise you to do that. <laughs> Either part of that equation. I'm going to say Jerry Springer is 83. 79. Oh. Uh, I'm going to say... Dude, I think he made some money during that TV show. He made some. I thought it would be more, but he did make a lot. I'll say $22 million. Oh, a lot more than that. I thought you were going to go in the hundreds. Oh, no, I'll go $80. $60 million. All right, that's good. Really good. Randy Moss. Oh, wow. This Ran is going to make you feel old. Yeah, Randy Moss, I'll say 44 46 Damn. Uh, say $50 million. $83 million for nice. Randy Moss. Ah, just one shy of his number. There you go. Coach K. Coach Quintera <laughs> is, uh, Coach K is, is he 78? 76. Okay. Uh, I'll say 22 million. $45 million. Wow, nice. Yes, $45 million for him. And last one, see if you, uh, you'll know. I don't know how many people in our audience will know. Peter Gabriel. Oh, yeah. Damn, this will make me feel old, too. I'm going to say Peter Gabriel is 74. 73. Okay. 80 million. $95 million. Nice. Can you believe that shit? Yeah. I, I'm surprised you even got that close. I would never have guessed he had that much money. Yeah. All right, here we go. Five random questions. Okay. If the Padres don't win the World Series this season, will you consider the season a failure? Yes, 100%. That's the most Everything honest answer. Everything is about 23. That's the most honest answer right there. I, I'm with you 100%. I was that, very I'm happy. glad you said that. You didn't give yourself an out. I was very happy today to see that they have been in contact with the agent from Michael Walker. <laughs> have they really? Yeah. I had no idea. But They've I, also that, that been in true. contact with the agent for Cole Hamels. Okay. Which, I mean, they're just looking at arms, which is fine. But to me, what that tells me is that they understand that they're not deep enough at the back end of that rotation. Yeah, and, and what was written today was that Michael Waka's expectations have become a lot more realistic, that the two-year $30 million contract that he's been seeking for three months uh, isn't going to happen. Yeah. So they're at least in the market and talking to him. And the Darvish deal, I mean, look, they it's really strange. The money that they've spent, right, and they've, and they've gone really low on guys, Nelson Cruz for a million. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, with Darvish, who was scheduled to make $19 million, Darvish gets a $5 million raise for this year. So he's up to 24 plus you give him a $6 million signing bonus to get him to 30 
Next year it drops to fifteen. He's thirty million on the books this year. Darvish. Uh, he's twenty four million. Okay. But then he got a six million dollar bonus. But that's weird because again, you give him a five million dollar raise. Next year in twenty four it goes to fifteen, and then in twenty five it jumps back up to twenty, and then twenty six, twenty seven, and twenty eight are fifteen a year. Yeah, my biggest concern is the age. Yeah, I got not it. Not his ability; it's his age. I mean, that's six year deal for a guy that old. But yeah. I, but the Rays... I mean, that's a lot of miles on that fucking arm. Didn't he pitch in Japan for like seven years before he came here? Yeah. It's been here a long time. But, the I mean, you just... The Rays you gave him this year is interesting. But at least they are talking to... Uh, I mean, Cole Hamels would be kind of... I just I think expectations would be incredibly low. Yeah, I mean... Hamels hasn't pitched in the majors since, what, 2020? But Michael Walker did he pitch in twenty? I know the Dodgers signed him for one, uh, like a one year deal for a million. He never pitched. Ah, uh, yeah, I think last time in the majors I read was twenty twenty. Wow. Yeah, I'd much but, rather Michael Walker for sure. But if you, but I mean, that's one of those deals where it's like, how much has he been working out? You'd have to go get him pretty pretty soon, right? right? Guys reported today. So and then somebody asked me over the weekend about jerks and Profar. Man, holy shit, dude! Right? I mean, you were Boris you were, is his agent, right? Fuck I don't that, know that. Uh, I think it is. I think it, that he, he misread that one big time. Eight million you were set for. How pissed are you right now if you're Jerickson? Spring training starting, you don't have a team. Yeah, or eight million. And you were a starter. Yeah. You know, on you're a the good left team. fielder. Yeah, I don't know. That's fucking nuts. All right, if you were a betting man, who would you bet on to win the World Series? Uh, That's pretty good. You know, I just think, Dave, I'd, I'd rather... It's hard, man, because there well, are teams out. And anyone can win. The Phillies were the last team in. Yeah. And they win all the way to the World Series. Yeah, I mean, and they go out and get Trey Turner. I mean, to me, that team... They got pitching, too. Yeah. They're a better team this year on paper than they were last year. Yankees go out. Except for Harper's out for half the year. Yeah, Yankees go out and get Radon. Yep. Um, the Astros are always in the middle of it. Uh, the Dodgers. Rodon. Are, you did what I did. Oh, Rodon. Yeah, my kid will come in tomorrow just off of that shit. It was yells at me. I did exactly what you just did. Yeah, it's Rodon, right? Yeah, Rodon. I don't know why I get in my head. I do the that. same thing. It's all right. Um, uh, I still think there's another move or two coming for the pods. So I'll say tonight, I think the pods go deep in the playoffs. If they go out and get an arm like Waka, if they got an arm like that for that to shore up the back end, I'd feel pretty good about them. I just it's impossible for me to feel right now with Martinez and Lugo and Jake uh the kid they got in the Hosmer deal and Ryan Weathers. Uh, I I'm just not feeling it. So right now I'll go um now I'll take Philadelphia, but but I reserve the right to change if more plans are coming. I'd like to see the pods uh, they aren't going to change the bench. I don't like the bench. I wish the bench was better. And yeah. then um, I'm with you on the back end of the rotation. Those are the, the big question marks. I love the bullpen. Yeah, the bullpen's outstanding. But but they got to, something's got to happen. So we'll see what goes. Who are you taking? You know, I'm going the Braves. Oh, that's a good call. I'm going the Braves. That, that's a really good call. I kind of skipped right over the Braves. Yeah, that's that's not bad at all. Sean Murphy's interesting, right? Yes. Yeah, Austin I mean, Riley's that, incredible. Dude, Riley, I mean, is can Acuna stay healthy? Acuna's, uh, Acuna's pissed. You know, doesn't like the contract he signed. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, too fucking bad. Like the Yankees yeah. already reached out to them about trading for Acuna. Ozzy Albies. Yeah. And Ozzy then, Albies signed a shitty contract too. And then he's one uh, of those guys signed a ten a ten million dollar a year contract. Isn't Matt Olson at first? Yeah, Matt Olson has a long term deal. Yeah, now he has forty that one home year run guy. Him. Yeah, Matt Olson's Dude, a great player. Braves isn't bad, bad call at all. The Braves organization has run to me so soundly. The only guy that's super pissed is Max Freed. I think they end up losing him in the long run over yeah. trying to play the Who's game. Who's the kid that they had a couple years ago? Uh, a mind blank in the the starter that blew out his Achilles back to back years. Soraka. Yeah. Is he coming back? Oh, fuck, I don't, they've been waiting a long time. Damn, dude. Went, went a long that kid's time. a stud. He was considered the ace. The ace yeah. of the staff. Blew out both Achilles. Oh, that's, blew it out and fuck. then came back. And then blew <laughs> Man, oh, man. Jesus Christ. How do you like to be a shoe sponsor? Yeah, not... You're like, um, this isn't good. Like, I always wonder, at what point does Nike say to Anthony Davis, we don't want to sponsor you. You're making our shoes look bad. Hang on, I'm texting my buddy who's a Sabres fan. That was easy. This all your writing. That was easy. There you go. <laughs> Kings one five two. Yep. Um. All right. So here you go. Make it easy. You don't have to pay, worry about the American League. Who would be your bet to win the National Pennant? And obviously, going to go Phillies over the Pods. You just said. Yeah, I'll take the, the Phillies. Yeah, I'll take the Phillies, and then in the American League, I'm going to take the Yankees in the American League. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Who will be the Padres MVP in 2023? Uh, 2023. The MVP is going to be Fernando Tatis Jr. Really. Mm-hmm. You think he's going to outduel everybody? Yeah, I think it's going to be close. Wow. wow. And I do think Manny's going to opt out. I think Manny opts out as well. If I, he does, I, I'll be shocked. I mean, no, I mean, I don't know that they get an extension done before the yeah, year. I don't think they do. I think Dan Lozano, as they wrote about it, is just sitting back. All the things we've talked about, pointed out today in a column, which is they, they saw the money for Judge. They saw yeah. the money for Turner. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, if you get it done... Then, then cool. How is he not asking 10 years, 400 million? That's exactly what, uh, is that what they said today? Yeah. Because I mean, they showed it to judge. Yeah. And now look, I don't think there's anyone that says Machado is the kind of player that judge was last year. I mean, no one was judge. Yeah. But at the same time, you, you flipped over your cards. Yeah. You know, pretty quickly, pretty quickly. So many Padre fans. Oh, he's going to take seven years, 28 million a year. No, he's not. He's not. Dude. 28 million a year. He's not. You high? He's not. Not doing that. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> not. Dave's right. No. All right, last question. Okay. Do you have a radio anywhere in your home that you use? Radio? That's crazy. Like, you would never guess that the answer would be no if that's the case. Like an AM FM radio? Yeah, do you have an AM FM radio? Dude, I think I probably have three in my storage unit. No, but in your house, plugged in. Like, I have a, I have a radio right there on top of the refrigerator. I have not plugged a, in. I have a yes. I think in my room, old school, have a AM FM clock radio. Do you? And none of it's plugged in. Hasn't yeah. been plugged in three years. Yeah, is that crazy or what? Would you ever to, guess anywhere in your lifetime you would think that? Isn't that funny? I have uh, two old school uh, Radio Shack AM FM <laughs> transistor radios. That were so great because you could really, during the afternoon, it was really fun when I had my kids every day in the afternoon because we could go and cruise around. And then I got a really nice kind of almost like a square box radio. Um, And that was really fun because you could get great stations 
you know, I mean, we're only going to get California. It was in the Midwest. You can get from everywhere. But David, the Kings game the other night, I met uh, Tim Conway Jr. Oh, yeah. From KFI. Yeah. What a very nice guy. He's like, we're just talking, talking about Bob Miller, the whole thing. You tell him to do Dorf on golf for you? Oh, uh, God. He, dude, he was so nice. I heard he's a super nice guy. Yeah, and he, I loved when he did nights on KFI because he was perfect. Kind of remember you and I always talk about Henry. I mean, the night show on KFI has always been great. When he was Mr. KFI, yes, that show was awesome. One of my favorites. Phil Hendry at night was great, and and Tim was great. And we're sitting there just chatting, and he just, I just see him walking at crypto. I just said, hey, Tim. I just introduced and started talking, talked a little radio. He's like, hey, man, let's take a picture together. He did. And yeah, he pulls out his camera. He's how, like, oh. how tall is he? Uh, taller than me. So he six, is? Yeah, probably 6'2". No way. I'm yeah. shocked. I would have thought but, you would have said 5'3". No, dude, he's so good in that show. But he got moved, Dave. He got moved from nights to afternoon drive, which is great for him, right? I mean, afternoon drive in L.A. What happened to John and Ken? Uh, all those shows got shortened up by an hour. Oh, well. Handled by an hour, John and Ken. I think they moved them out. But now, a show just feels different. When it's a night show, you know, when you can do nighttime talk radio, you got nobody in the building, you run it. Afternoon, you got a bunch of stooges running around. But uh, we get KFI crystal clear down here, and I think he's four to seven now. Yeah. DeMaio's shit. He sucks. He just fucking sucks. So <laughs> fuck that guy. Another brilliant decision by that dumb fuck Brian Long. <laughs> so yeah, if you're driving around, uh, Conway and Michael Crozier is his news guy. Dude, they're so good. And you remember Mark Thompson used to do uh, weather in LA and used to do a bunch of like he did like these w- different shows on Fox, but. Okay. Like, Mark Thompson shows up in there. Like, it's just good, man. Cool. And then uh, a book I got the other day, and I'll tell you about it when I actually read it. The autograph book from uh, Mark and Brian. Oh, who, really? Who was the dark-haired guy? Fuck, dude. That's Mark, right? I'm guessing. KLOS. Talking about, I, dude, I guess that's a pretty wild story. Okay. So, I'm, we'll I'm tell you how that, that one's any good. All right. Part then, of my childhood. Uh, back here Wednesday night? Uh, Wednesday night. We'll be back. All right. See everybody.
guy with the attitude, he better go away. A five-cent video game put a smile on my face. Last stop, the sign was paralyzed, but I ran it anyway. Soundproof fence and a handyman cussing on TV. What Californian cuts their own Christmas tree? Boy, you better watch out for that sneaky back screen door. I laughed so hard, I 